Let's do it. Hi, I'm Milk. Hi, I'm a prismatic magic cube. <laughs> and with us today... Hi, I'm PJ, one half third of the Quietest Appointment podcast. <laughs> I am Skylar, who is also one half slash one third of the Quiet Disappointment podcast. Yeah, we've got uh, two of the the anime aficionados from, from Kawaii Disappointment. Experts in the field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we've got the, the merging of universes of erotic and... Uh, non-erotic <laughs> animation. I don't know. We've done we've done some fairly uh, erotic adjacent series. We're like, this anime yeah. is horny. <laughs> Most are right, but some are hornier than others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so our show is a uh, quiet disappointment. Uh, it is in a bit of a flux state right now, as we just ended season four of the show and going to season five. It's gonna go through a big format change, but um, up until now, the show has been about uh, us, Skylar and I, you know, a husband and wife duo who have been watching anime their whole lives, guiding uh, a non-anime enjoying friend <laughs> through a new series every week to kind of be able to help out and see what would be a good starter anime for people. And so I thought today, what if we muddy the waters of that and talk about Gateway hentais, uh, hentais that are a good introduction to the world of erotic art. I've been waiting to talk about this. Oh, yeah? Before we get into that, technically, today's a Bites episode. Uh, so in Bites fashion, we're going to go around and say how we are today, but we have to link it to some type of erotic tag. <laughs> okay. So I'll start. Uh, today, I'm feeling petrification because I'm so dead tired. I stayed up till 6 a.m., uh, because I accidentally binge-watched uh, Dirk Gently's uh, <gasps> Holistic Detective Agency oh the whole first season. Oh, my God. I have not heard of that in forever. That show is so good, and no one talks about it. Yes, it's only got two seasons, which is very sad. I'm scared to start the second one. I highly recommend... Elijah Wood oh. is so good. <laughs> it, it's amazing. Where can you watch it? Uh, you can watch it on Hulu, and I saw Netflix keep popping up. Originally, I watched it on Netflix uh, okay. because I didn't have Hulu, but, you know, they switch off. Yeah, they, they tag oh. team. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know this is written by Douglas Adams. Oh, Neither did that's I. That's cool. <laughs> cool. I'll have to look into it. It's, it's a show that has some very original concepts. Slight spoiler, you find out in the first episode, time travel is such a mundane thing to the rest of stuff. That's the, like, train to hold some plot stuff together. <laughs> hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not me saying that makes sense as if I hadn't seen it. <laughs> wow. I'm interested in the show I watched. <laughs> I, I appreciate the backup, the pseudo audience. <laughs> uh, Lemon, what, what tag are you feeling? Uh, I am feeling, uh, I think I'm going to go with inflated. I just started off the day with a breakfast at Korean barbecue. And that was like kind of heavy for me because it's kind of like a buffet format. And I'm feeling just a bit stuffed right now, but you know, not too stuffed to where it's going to impede my performance here. So yeah, I think I'm doing, I think I'm doing that, you know? 
Oh, speaking of, of food, uh, finally tried Mediterranean. Lemon's been Ooh. wanting the review, but we can't. We have guests, so so more important ah. things. Next episode. <laughs> I got clickbaited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skylar, you, you got a tag for us? I do. Um, I'm feeling pretty x-ray because I'm feeling very vulnerable about this topic. <laughs> oh, good, good. We, we get all that radiation and transparency. Now we know all your secrets. <laughs> At least in black and white with a little bit of fuzzed borders. It's like, I want to see everything. PJ, <laughs> mm-hmm. what about you? I'm not sure if this is a tag. I'm positive it is. I can let you know if it is. But injured? <laughs> injured? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I'm sure that's like a common-ish trope where where someone's injured and then sex happens. <laughs> oh, okay. I was I was thinking chronologically different, but I like yours better. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I uh, have a severely, severely stiff neck and cannot turn my head right now. <sighs> That is the worst. Uh, so I am feeling very injured. Oh, no. Well, luckily we're not on video. You can just point to the mic and go, right? Yeah, I would just turn my whole body towards the camera, so it would be perfect anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, uh, I mean, definition, it's ambiguous. We're just talking about things that people use to slowly get into hentai or things they, they stumble on that got them into hentai. Mm-hmm. Typically, we talk about some other fine point things of the topic, but this one's going to be more conversational because that's what you can really do is just talk about your experience, where you come from. I, I think it's been well established that my introduction to hentai, one of the first things before I went to art school, uh, was just this this webcomic artist who was like, I'm going to put story in hentai. And not that that had never been done, but it was one of the first times I saw it, that this girl in a web thing by some artist, Lemon Font. You know, we, we've all heard this story, but for <laughs> the rest of y'all, what was some of your uh, erotic medium uh, of art so. introduction? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it will go back. Um, I had a computer in my room. I was like pretty young. Um, my mom put it in my room. She thought like I'd be a safe user and which was true for the most part, but my brother started using my computer. And one day, um, I was like on it. I think I was like 13 or 14 and he had downloaded a lot of cartoon valley porn and if you guys don't know what cartoon valley is that is um like disney and tv show hentai so there's like a lot of simpsons porn and the first one i had seen was um aladdin porn so like princess jasmine (sighs) having sex with the genie and it's it's pretty silly but i was like oh my god what and that (laughs) like kept me in the realm of like cartoon porn um and then eventually uh i got really into anime and my parents bought me this really thick uh like history of manga and anime oh yes (laughs) yes it comes back yeah there's a section in it that has uh like explain what hentai is and it has um a couple things and it has that sex scene with the werewolf and berserk where it's just like griffin oh my god then it has a panel of uh bondage fairies 
where she's having sex with a squirrel because she's a fairy and the squirrel's the same size as her. So, oh, I remember that book. I remember it because the the squirrel says like fucking a or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, not to <laughs> disappoint hearts if it's not true, but we've recorded at least an episode of Nymphomercial about bondage fairies. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember if that got released. Uh, it was during a time of some technical issues. It's so. one of the lost episodes. It might be. Uh, mm. Guest uh, guess Deadly Lucky 7 came on for that, and I just can't remember if that was the episode that didn't air with him or if it was a different one. <laughs> now, Skylar, I've got to ask, uh, because recently you were on an art stream with us, mm-hmm. and you uh, posted... a. An anime crush. I, I'm assuming one from uh, early life. Uh, yes, that is correct. I first saw it on uh, Kids Fox TV. It was called Mew Mew Power, but it's actually Tokyo Mew Mew. And who was the character again? His name is Kishu. He's like an alien. And basically the first context you see of him is, and this is problematic, I have to say, it most a lot of hinta <laughs> is problematic, right? We're yes. all suspending, like. Stuff. I'm glad you broke the you know proverbial wine bottle on that because <laughs> I didn't want to be the first one to say like, well, you know, and then this didn't age well, <laughs> right? Uh, so basically, what happens is our, our our girl Ichiko, she's running around and you know doing doing Tokyo Mimi stuff, and uh, he just kind of he's an alien. He pops out, and he's just like, oh wow, you're cute, and then like kisses her and like takes her first kiss and is like so flirty and just like oh I want you to be mine and then throughout the whole show she's like fuck you I hate you <laughs> you took my first kiss I'm never gonna be a girlfriend he's like he he you keep playing so hard to catch oh, or hard oh. to get <laughs> and which is not great but <laughs> at the time I was like is this hot because I was very young <laughs> now the the reason I really bring this up is because so far your backstory has been uh, hentai thrusted onto you by destiny. As it usually is for most of us. <laughs> yes, yeah. I would say so. But when was the first time you, you looked something up and was it this character? Uh, no, it was The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Classic. Which there was a lot of. Honestly, I didn't even see. So, like, something happens a lot with my anime, like, hentai and stuff. A lot of times I won't really go searching for that. Oh, also, I had searched Sailor Moon porn back then. But, like, in my grown-up brain, I'm very, like, they are children, so I'm not going to go, like, you know, look for it. Have I seen Tokyo Mew Mew, um hentai because i've come across it yes and then i saw a very disturbing one and i was like never again <laughs> like what the fuck there there was death in it i was just like cannot do this uh, oh those those uh yellow tagged pages yeah if you know what I mean. there was a horror sub like tag in it and i was just like i need to look at the tags <laughs> Yeah, yeah. On a particular website, sometimes you'll get this little yellow display that's like, hey, pretty much everyone doesn't like this. Are you sure? And you're like, it can't be that bad. And well, it is. a gamble, you know, because <laughs> the cover art looks so good. You're like, oh, it can't be that bad or bad or frequent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll just have to say it was very clinical in a scientific sense where yes yes hentai homework yeah well no i mean like clinical like the one that i was talking about that has scarred me (laughs) 
I thought you meant your research, <laughs> that you went, you were purely there for no, science. No, that's horny stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, the 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 Tokyo Mew Mew uh, thing that scarred me was like not just Tokyo Mew Mew, but a lot of like magical girl ones and like they're part of an exhibit so they literally like <laughs> killed these these like magical girls and have stuffed oh, their God. bodies and stuff and i was like what the fuck <laughs> magical wow. girl crossover i can get down for that's, but... like, that's like the hentai that inspired uh puella magic madoka magica <laughs> <laughs> spoilers um <laughs> uh, Okay, I, I'm surprised that Little Mermaid is is the the first uh, searching you can remember. Uh, bold to not go fully human to to dive in. Well, can I ask? Is it is there a lot of foot job stuff in the Little Mermaid porn <laughs> world? Um, probably. I I think the ones I was looking for was like her and her mermaid form. So there was a lot of like blowjobs. Uh, um, but I did see the I did. T- <laughs> but I did see a lot of her wearing the the sail, you know, the yeah. sheet thing. I, I do have to quickly do some investigative research because one of my favorite things is uh, Ariel needs legs. If any of you are familiar with this. I'm glad we brought this up again. <laughs> <laughs> again? Do I bring it up a lot? Uh, Lemon, do you want to describe what this is while I do a, a quick Rule 34 search? Oh, yeah, sure. So if you're familiar with the internet personality, Neil Susierga, Harry Potter friends, mm-hmm. he also did mouth sounds and all that sort of stuff. Uh, he also did a comic called uh, Ariel Needs Legs, Ooh. where it's just like a sort of like a quick summarization of the entire like My Little Mermaid, but with like, you know, <laughs> just horrendous results. Oh like, my God. She wishes, <laughs> she wishes for legs from Ursula, but like Ursula being part octopi gives her like seven legs. Yeah, and then all the legs are gone. I'm watching Sebastian get smashed. I am also looking yeah, at this yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's oh, great. No. My fr- she gave up and returned to the sea. <laughs> All eight uh, legs my- just like laying in the ocean as he plays a flute. <laughs> the best part about this comic is such an understated joke is when they're walking across the beach and like, uh, what's the prince's name? <laughs> Eric. Uh, Eric. Eric, yeah, yeah. And he's just casually explaining how, like, Eevee evolutions work to, like, Ariel. I was always just, like, really funny that he's really concerned about Pokemon. No, it's my opinion that the best part is when he goes to seek advice and he's like, she's got eight legs, dude. And he's like, eight legs means seven vaginas. <laughs> seven vaginas. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> is how I would read that. Yeah, possibly more. Po- imagine. Possibly so, more. I've seen this I make- art of Grimsby a million times. <laughs> I was like, that's where this is from. Yeah. It's actually on my Tinder profile, and I'm waiting for someone to be like, is that Ariel Needs Legs? That's how you'll know. Mm-hmm. That'll be the one. And the part with Eric just blowing the flute in her face with spit going all over her. And she's like, I can't not fuck him. I love that. Yeah. That's my favorite part. It's like, oh, I can't not fuck him. <laughs> That's so good. 
So I cannot find Ariel needs legs hentai on rule 34. So someone please correct that. Someone I'll please. be searching a week after this episode airs. I need to see him fuck all seven Virginias. Oh my God. Honestly, While still though. talking about all the Eevee evolutions. Yeah. Well, he's got to do talk about a different evolution per Virginia. Listen, if there was ever a like conversation that's happening during sex, I would be so happy about it if it was evolutions. <laughs> you know, it's at least like Glaceon or Vapor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vaporeon's the sexiest of the evolutions. Scientifically proven, the sexiest. Yes, yeah. Uh, disturbingly sexually. Proven. I just remembered that TikTok. <laughs> Lots of scientific evidence on how fuckable Vaporeon is. <laughs> now, I, I think that that gets us to a good point of like Pokemon is another really big gateway franchise. Mr. Mime fucking Ash's mom. Yes, seen it a million I seeked it. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, just uh, Gardevoir, Lopunny, just um, yeah. Tentacruel fucking Misty. <laughs> so. Okay, this is this is like a weird thing that I have. And, you know, like, maybe it's reasonable, maybe it's not. I don't mind seeing stuff like Mr. Mime fucking, like, Ash's mom and, like, uh, Tentacruel, etc. But I don't like seeing, like, female Pokemon get fucked. Like, it feels weird to me. <laughs> I kind of get that in the essence of, like, the male Pokemon fucking the female character even the male character like that is like a sexual drive for that that creature but like you can't necessarily see if there's animalistic consent to the female pokemon getting fucked well what is it the harkins test or something no oh like like the cinema <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about um my friend liz sent this uh this meme diagram to me where it's just like does the creature have sentience does the can the creature give consent mm. um can the creature communicate and talk you know yeah, it was stuff a good like that breakdown for how to see if your monster fucker porn is uh of good is is, is consensual or not yeah. The Harkness test, which is uh, originally depicted with two variations of some type of sea serpent. Right. Yes. And then someone made uh, the select your partner animation about Pokemon. <laughs> you know, Pokemon show a great deal of sentience, I would say, at least in the anime series. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. For my sanity, <laughs> we should keep it there. It's like, is, is it... Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, I don't, I don't know if we got time for this on this episode. <laughs> I was going to say, Mr. Mime is basically Ash's dad, so. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so, uh, PJ, do, do you care to reveal some of your curtains of uh, erotic gateway for the, oh. the hentai verse? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, similar to Skylar, my first like foray into cartoon porn uh, happened by accident. I was on Yahoo Search looking up pictures of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo and I saw a picture of Shaggy fucking Daphne. And I was like, what's this? Is this a thing we can do? Wow, great. <laughs> uh, and immediately, immediately went into hentai, like that same like hour uh, by finding... Uh, I, I don't know if the name is exactly correct, but it was called Dragon Moon X and it was uh, oh. Dragon Ball Sailor Moon crossover yeah. hentai. I, we confirmed and PJ and I 
both saw that at a young age. Yeah, and I was into it. Like, Goku and Asagi <laughs> going at it. It was great. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so that was, I think, like, my first initial, like, dive into, like, pure, like, hentai uh, was going through that. I was, uh, you know, I was also, much like Skylar, like, left alone with the family computer and, like, trusted to do whatever on it because I was, like, a good student and I was just, like, a horny demon uh, just looking up all sorts of hentai. Um, I had, like, small introductions here and there, but I think it was all a little too early. Like I remember seeing clips from La Blue Girl really early on in my life. Heck yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. He just bringing up all my entries. I'm like, oh no, all my flashcards are falling out. I've got nothing left. <laughs> well I mean I think La Blue Girl is super important to talk about in a gateway Heck yeah. uh, context because it was so widely circulated. Mm. Almost as not even a hentai, almost like more just as an anime. Um and so many people saw clips of it or saw it at a very early age. The blue girl made me pansexual. <laughs> I, I did throw out this question late last night before recording, and a few users, including uh, G. Monthos, was like the blue girl mm. uh, at the top of the list there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the blue girl was uh, great. I don't know if it's the same deal because I watched it over in the UK and had this like. If you watched the DVD of it, it had like a sort of short introductory movie explaining the concept of hentai on it. I don't know if anyone else saw this. No. Oh, no. But I, I watched it on VHS, so. Oh, uh, okay. See, I just watched it in many, many different clips on the internet. <laughs> so, like, on the official DVD release of it, they have, like, a, a really weird, cheesy, like, uh, informative PSA at the start of the movie. So, you've chosen to watch hentai. Yeah, yeah, very much in that sort of tone where, like, a guy is just, like, calmly explaining to you, like, this is what we, what uh, Japanese refer to as hentai, erotic animation. It started in the with East. the fisherman's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes on, like, weird, uh, you know, explanations, like, you know, you will see boobs and stuff in this. I think it's for, like, you know, cautious parents to be like, oh, this is our get out button right now in case you just put this on for, you know, your kids because they saw cartoons. Right. That makes sense. You know, very responsible. Yeah, yeah. And there's this, I always remember there's this weird detail that they explained in the little PSA, which was like, it's like, oh, and also in Japanese animation, they often portray villains as effeminate and possibly homosexual to hammer in the notorious uh, behavior. And I was like, oh, kind of, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Uh, it just made them all the more sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right, cool. I just like pretty men and pretty villains now. Exactly. Yeah, and it, I, guess it, I guess it ties back to that uh, one Disney animator who designed all the early Disney Renaissance uh, villains. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, guess it, I guess it all comes back. Before we get too far away from stumbling onto hentai, uh, someone mentioned the ads on the side of old video game cheat websites or just old like websites game related oh, yeah. like oh. just add those ads yeah, like, yeah 100 percent. old video game old, old like at like hentai ads were everywhere but also like i was a newgrounds kid 
I was gonna say I saw a lot of. I saw so many. Like uh, there's this there's this game on Newgrounds. I'm sure I could easily Google the name. I'm not gonna remember what it is though. Um, but it's like some. It's like I don't know. We'll just say it was Dave. It's not Dave, but it's Dave's story, and it's just this like easy like little like RPG maker game that someone made where you're just going around a city doing like tasks for cartoon characters. Some of them from anime, some of them from regular cartoons, and when you complete their task, they give you a porn picture of them and so like i'm just completing these games like fucking gangbusters just like doing whatever little things i need to do to get a picture of like betty rubble getting fucked you know (laughs) and then there's also i I didn't even know these were anime but there were so many like dress-up games that really were just there so you could undress them like the love hina dress-up game was like bookmarked Uh, on my new crowns hell yeah god i love love hina Love Hina is like becoming one of those lost media kind of things, yeah. right? It's hard to find like DVDs and streaming of it. I want PJ to watch the anime because I literally read all of the manga in like high school. And um, I've like technically never seen the anime. So I'm just like, let's do this together. And I like am struggling. Yeah, it's a really weird uh, anime to find. And, you know, it's probably not being preserved anywhere. That's one of those where it's like it's an anime and it's horny. This shit rated porn i remember it popularized the sort of category of like uh, love hina nipples where like they would show the whole boob and like the nipple was on there somewhere but it's always just out of sight you know right <laughs> it's like a cryptid yeah yeah it's like it's, it's, the- it's there theoretically it is it's always like to the side yeah, yeah. It's always there, even from a frontal shot where you're like guaranteed to see the nipple it's like oh well there's a bit of like cloud here you know yeah or a lens flare. It's the <laughs> sexy ninjutsu from um, Naruto. Oh, sexy jutsu. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> the last stumble I want to mention, uh, Scaly Randy says they searched for um, the movie Fiend Without a Face and accidentally stumbled upon a tentacle hentai doujin with the same name. So not like it was an ad or there was hentai related to this it was just purely name to name coincidence what is it called yeah fiend without a face uh it looks like it's a black and white horror film about a brain with tentacles oh. uh, 1958 Ugh. hell yeah super metro these are scary looking right <laughs> But I see the appeal. And I've also found the hentai. No! <laughs> I didn't see that. By Yamamoto Kenji. Hey. Wait a minute. That sounds familiar. I was going to say. Yamamoto Kenji. We might have to watch them back to back and compare. Oh. Oh, this is cute. Oh, yep. That's tentacles. That's tentacles. <laughs> They're in love. Gotta have tentacles. Especially, you know, like... That was the the stereotype of hentai when we yeah, were young. Yeah, I mean it's all tentacle, tentacle. What, what's that? A uh, tentacle grape? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when a society is so sexually repressed that you can't even animate a dick. You have to just draw a bunch of things that look like phallic. Yeah, you can't animate a dick, but you can't animate anything else going inside a woman. Yep. <laughs> God bless loopholes. <laughs> it's opened the universe to so much more. Honestly, yeah. creative. They're very creative. You can't animate a vagina turned into a dick. That's true. Which is where you get a big part of the rise of Futunari. Oh, God. Yeah. Futunari. 
Buffoonery is like one of my favorite genres. A uh, little bit of the best of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say, we're going to talk about Bible Black now? Or? Okay, listen. <laughs> Bible Black is one of those hentais that I saw like way early on. And I was like, this is incredible. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, it like holds a very special place in my heart. Um, I even cosplay at like the last conventions we've been going to. I cosplay as Bunny Girl or like Ito from Bible Black. So... Oh yeah, I still haven't seen Bible Black myself, so I, that's on my to watch list now. Oh, you Bible haven't? Black is so good! Like, legitimately, legitimately, you could cut out every single porn scene, and it would still be just a very solid anime, in my opinion. Yeah, um, but <laughs> if you want to laugh, if you want to laugh, watch the English dub. Oh, I plan to. <laughs> it is pretty great. It's pretty. Great. It is nightmare. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I I was like, who the voices? I was just like, did you just go into a strip club and like pay like a cancer ridden person like from lung <laughs> cancer? I don't know. <laughs> going up, just a coal miner. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was just like, oh my god. So I would start with the the sub and then move your way over to the dub afterwards. Skylar and I have actively like rewatched Bible Black together, like. Just because we enjoy it so much. Yeah. When asking people, what what's a good introduction hentai? Like, if you can curate someone's joining experience, uh, Bible Black was hands down the most frequent answer we got. But also, it's like a, like a throw <laughs> to the deep end kind of answer, too. Like It is. <laughs> well, it also depends on kind of the... like. Because Bible Black proper is, I mean, I think the weirdest thing about it, quote unquote weird, is the Funanari. But then you, if you start going into being like, oh, wow, I really loved Bible Black. Let me explore the next, you know, let me continue to explore this story. Once you start getting into things like Bible Black only and Bible Black origins uh-huh. and all these things, you start getting into some of the weirder tags like like inflation and um some of i i remember watching some of the sequel series and being like oh this has gone like obviously further into some of those deeper tags yeah origins okay so the problem i have with uh um origins and the sequel which is the other one you just said only because only, yeah, because we watched all three of them together back to back. We marathoned it. Um, mm. And I remember watching only with PJ being like, hmm, there's a lot of mostly just anal in this. <laughs> I was like, don't care for that. It's just because, like, that's just not my thing. I was like, damn, okay. But, like, you get to um, Origins and, like, the story is so good. And it is a horror anime. Origins like, is very well written. Yeah, people die. Like, it is great as a horror anime. And again, it's one of those, if you edited out, like, the porn stuff, it's still very comp- uh, very compelling. And it's it's definitely one of those, like, oh, I read Playboy for the stories. Because, like, the, <laughs> the plot of the anime is just that good. Yeah, I, I think, like, any anime enjoyer, it's best to recommend something like that. Like something that is still story, but then just also has sex in it. It's like the whole Game of Thrones thing. It's just like, oh, this is something that's like erotic, but the story is still like 
a story here. Right. Mm. But I think for people who might not even be into anime, but you're like, hey, maybe check out hentai because like it can explore things that normal live action pornography doesn't. Um, You guys uh, have any ideal recommendations for that? Uh, see, my head is just full of the things that I like really like right now. I do think, uh, in the like cartoon Valley esque kind of pipeline of like family guy and the Simpsons is like a good place to start if they've never watched anime before, because it kind of, they're like, Ooh, cartoons can be like really sexy and really hot. And then I think like, you know, you could start like feeding them more and more and like get them. Honestly, I think if you start with Simpsons porn, you could get them watching just anime regularly. (laughs) That's the real gateway. Is the Simpsons <laughs> porn to anime gateway? <laughs> Family Guy porn? I've seen that. Oh, the Simpsons porn pipeline. See, the thing that sucks, though, is all the Family Guy porn has subway servers playing underneath it now. I know. It's, well, uh. not for me. I have ADHD, so it's great. <laughs> subway servers. When are they going to make subway surfer porn <laughs> to play underneath everything? <laughs> That's going to be the new move for uh, porn sites. <laughs> Is just going to be Subway Surfer's porn playing underneath the porn. Lemon, I think this is your calling for your next animation. I mean, you'll oh make it God. huge. You always want to do something that involves fucking a car, so a train car. Yes. There we go. Yes, please. It writes itself. It writes itself. <laughs> it can be played under nearly every hint. <laughs> <laughs> and also the sand cutting. I like that one, personally. <laughs> one thing about the, the cartoons, though that I think is an interesting thing is say you haven't watched anime and you introduce someone to like, just, you know, stuff based off Western cartoons. I think it's appealing in a way over like most um, pornography in the sense that you're like, Oh, I know this character. It's like you have an established rapport with them. Yeah. And so, you know, whether you do watch anime and you go find an anime character or, or, it's just cartoons and cartoon character. It's the only time you typically will be like, I know this person. I might have had a crush on this, you know, fictional person when I was younger or something to that. And then you're like, and this is the sex moment, now, you know, yeah. and uh, for people without any visual imagination, it like lets you explore that. You know, <laughs> right. I think would be a good gateway is a horny anime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like High School DD. I think High School DD is maybe the perfect gateway into hentai because it's... Because you already see, t- like, yes, full-on titties. Because High School DD is just a straight-up shonen anime with full full breasts exposed pretty much every scene. But there's no sex. Um, actively, the two main characters are virgins and remain virgins for a lot of it. Um, but you see a lot of nudity in the show, even the interstitials, like in between episodes, like in between the ad breaks were just the, the characters in like lingerie and naked, but the show itself yeah. is just a straight up, like shown an action show. Like, you know, it is, it's like watching any other like isekai or, um, Dragon Ball Naruto story. And so like the mm. plot is really good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it allows you to be like, oh, I'm just watching a show and there happens to be boobs in it, but huh, 
maybe I like big giant anime titties. And then you start exploring <laughs> hentai. You know, I like that idea of like something that's not erotic, but has enough tendencies to it that it would get you exploring. And so on the flip side of that, I say totally spies. 100%. What you have oh, said is accurate. Yes. Perfect. I've seen totally spies rule 34. I've seen a lot of it. I mean, it just lends itself to it. For one, they're all college students, so it's latex. like above the board there. Yeah, latex. But then they like do so much, you know, fetishes you'd expect, like furry, weight gain, um, what else? Muscles, a bondage. A lot of foot job ones because they got the heels. Oh, yes. But then they also do real niche things like head expansion. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> got mega mind i mean they they go places like rule 34 only sometimes touches listen <laughs> i like like really like weird shit but like when it gets a little cronenberg i'm like i'm out i gotta go because there's always <laughs> the the possibility of like inflation i don't mind but if there's a horror tag on inflation that stomach's gonna explode so like i'm always like cautious because it was like i don't mind seeing like inflation stuff things with the head like getting bigger i'm like it's gonna explode she's gonna die I, i'm, I'm oh, out no <laughs> i was gonna say you know what um, hentai needs is like what restaurant menus do with like a spice level you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's i mean you could argue that they do have that it's just in the tags and you need to pay attention more to the tags yeah. which i do <laughs> okay big boobs cool cool stuffing cool Explosion? No, right, you're out. I was like, scat, out, out. Bring it no, yeah. yeah, again, that yellow warning. You're always like, no, this should be fine. And it's never fine. Um, Y'all, okay, so I've seen kind of like in this topic of Star uh, Hentai is like people talk about it on TikTok a lot. And, um, you know, there's like that side where it's like book talk and blah, blah, blah. And I found out about this hentai from a bunch of like suggestions where like, oh, you want to start watching hentai? And this is like for the girly specifically. It's this hentai called Amai uh, Chibatsu <laughs> Watashi wa Kanshu Senyu Pet. And it's one that I put in the Discord the other day. Um, I probably butchered that. Um, but y'all, it is so hot. <laughs> and it's like, it's not like super uh, like out there or anything. I think it's pretty uh, vanilla, but it's still like really sexy. And there's some like funny parts. Basically, this girl gets wrongly convicted and she's in this prison. And then like, the warden person who's like in full military thing it's a lot of like consensual non-consensual like kind of flip-flopping which is again like obviously we we know that's wrong um and it's like her trying to escape the prison and like he's constantly punishing her through like sexy times and it's great it's a good time and um highly Ooh. suggest it um happy people are recommending it as like their first because it's not it's not like crazy or anything. And another one that they're suggesting is the fire within his fingertips or something, which is about a fireman best friend or something, which is it. Uh. both are like pretty like the fireman one is like vanilla. And then the, the prison one is very like, uh, like role play fetish, but like with a little bit of vanilla, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
So look it up, you guys. Who who knew TikTok would be such a great source? Oh, yeah. And you just spell (laughs) hentai like incorrectly. You put like the A as like uh, the at symbol. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, not as on hentai talk, but I do follow a few select hentai talk creators. Well, I'll just put out there, you know, being like, hey, check out Nymphomercial would never be against my wishes in the comments of some TikToks <laughs> of uh, adults talking about the subject. We'll be your guerrilla marketing team. <laughs> Please. Uh, that's why our number three episode got so popular. A lot of people found that through comments on various platforms. Love it. Um I want to give out one more honorable mention before I do a read from some of our responses, but uh, Interspecies Reviewer, oh, I watched yeah. that in the Discord server. I thought it was kind of cute and fun. Uh, it really highlighted like different body types, never showed like full penetration stuff, but you know. It's a good entry. It was a fun, plotty way to go about. I uh, hope they make a second season, even though it quickly got booted off Japanese television. Mm-hmm. Interspecies Reviewer was going to be a part of a month that we quickly abandoned doing on Quite a Disappointment uh, called I Can't Believe It's Not Hentai. Um, <laughs> so why was this abandoned? Oh, I remember this. <laughs> Is it because there's no H starting month so you couldn't make like a, a little punny month? <laughs> February. <laughs> no, it was ultimately because as soon as we did our first uh, semi-sexual uh, series, we realized our, our co-host at the time, uh, who was very sex of, uh, it was very sex averse, and we were like, well, we can't just do this more. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you want to still sex adverse but willing to go through the torture, <laughs> Milk Surface is on the case. Well, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> with our changes coming up, we might revisit it. But Interspecies Reviewer was definitely a part of the Academy of Die because there was like this there is this weird subset of anime that are just right below the line of what is considerable as a hentai, literally just because they mm. don't show actual penetrative sex, that they still technically yeah. are just anime. Uh, and that's definitely a, a great one in that in that realm. Yeah, I like that it's not trying to dance around the line. It's just staying steady on the line because it's like, oh, this series is about reviewing sex. Like it's it's not like, oh, here's some some train of a story so we can show as much sex adjacent scenes as possible. It like just knows exactly what it is. Its story lends itself for what it is, and it's a perfect balance on all those things. Mm. Uh, also, uh, non-binary representation, yo. Ooh. Love it. <laughs> that is good. I love that. Let's get some some quick passes of our, our social media of uh, what people said are some good introductions or their introductions. We've got stuff like anything from the author of Plus Sized Elf. A+. Plus. Now you can buy that at your Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah, we've got La Blue Girl again, Secret Plot, Slut Girl. Hell yeah, I remember those. It was like uh, classic uh, doujinshis, yeah. Oh, good, because I don't know these. Um, in fact, I feel like anyone will do a better job at reading these than I will. Listener of both of our podcasts, Gunner, uh, recommends Kuro Inu. Uh, it does mention not to bother with K2. Mankitsu Happening, Chikan no License, um, Itadaki Seike, Seike, which is super famous. It's probably one of, like, like if you were to ask society what is, like, a hentai to watch. Society. 
Yeah, Itadaki Seike is super duper famous. Uh, Baka no Imoto. Uh, and if you can't oh. find those, we have Magic Girl Kanon and La Blue Girl, just to name a few. I love Magic Girl Kanon. Um, yes. <laughs> I have not seen La Blue Girl, so maybe I need to. La Blue Girl is very is very good. Again, like it's it's plot heavy. It was passed around almost as an anime, and it's basically like this Kunoichi, like female ninja, is uh, her father is like a warlord and he oversees an army of sex crazed demons that he unleashes on their enemies. And you know, there's a lot of uh, sex crazed monsters that fuck her as, as you do. Well, I guess I have to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got a dick. (laughs) Last up, we have a Latin Rasputin says their first one was uh, dirty laundry. They believe, uh, but their dial up connection could only handle the 15 second preview. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But their recommendation from sheer infamy, again, I don't know, Boku no Pico? Oh, no. Absolutely not. No. No. We stay away from from Boku no Pico as a society. (laughs) No. If you want to be on a list, I guess. Oh, God. Link that to your enemies, but do it through, like, uh, what is it? NordVPN. We call that the FBI honeypot. <laughs> yeah. Bogo do Pico, um, and this is like a trigger warning, is about little boys. Oh, yeah. Here's Latin trying to get us canceled. But it is it like, is. it's like almost a meme in like the 4chan and 4chan adjacent communities to be like, teehee, go watch Bogo do Pico. Like, it's the best anime. Yeah. It's it's very like uh, two girls, one yes, cup. Yes, exactly. Like the same oh, thing. That, yeah, that, that's a perfect analogy. Well, I'm glad we're here to inform people. <laughs> I remember when My Hero Academia first came out, everyone was like, oh my God, if you're really liking Boku no Hero Academia, watch the prequel, Boku no Pico. And I, w- I had to be like oh. online being like, don't, don't do don't. it. <laughs> it's a trap. The internet's a cruel place. Well, hopefully James, host of Anime Ham podcast, uh, who suggests Dragon Pink, hopefully that's above board water. <laughs> As far as I know. This is where you put the onus on the audience to do the research now. Yeah. Boku no Pico is famously problematic. And it's what it is. I can't name too many other ones. Oh, y'all, if you want something like sexy and has some food in it at some point, my like favorite hentai besides my Bible plaque is called uh, Residence. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. That sounds familiar. Um, basically, it starts with this like haunted mansion. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, these two treasure hunters go in looking for this like cursed necklace that's like worth a whole bunch. It also has like ugly bastard uh, tags in it, which I will click on. Hehe. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, so basically, the one guy's like, wow, I can't wait to make money. I'm going to go to, like, brothels because, like, I need a fuck. Like, I'm so horny. And then, like, the the ghost madam of the house turns the really ugly one into, like, a really, really hot chick. And she's like, there you go. You can, like, have your way with your best friend. And he's like, oh, my God, this is so weird. Oh, no, my pants are, like, coming down. And then they're just, like, having sex and he's just like, it's so weird. Like, 
effing my best friend. Like, I know you're a man, but you're so, like, beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, from the friend perspective, it's just like, oh, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. This is actually kind of nice. It's like, <laughs> oh, I hate that this is happening, but oh, my God, it feels so good to have a penis inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when in Rome. When in a haunted mansion, fuck your... Sec- best fuck friend. Your, fuck your ghostly trans best friend. Yes. And what then- happens in the mansion stays in the mansion. <laughs> yeah. Look, this, like, what happens in your mansion? This ghost has, like, the best transition surgery. It's immediate and effective. Yes. The dream. The stradial speed run. I know. Where can I find a haunted mansion? If you walk... <laughs> Or if you look, if you watch past that, the second part of the story is a different adventurer, and the ghost turns him into the girl that he is like a crush on, and then she has a food addiction. Uh, the ghost gets a food addiction, and then fucks that adventurer who is uh, has the body of his crush. It is. I have also oh. seen this, and I I, I, I made him watch it like two weeks and ago. Yeah, I so. I do not consume. I do not consume live action porn. It's just hentai. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I only look at hentai for the sake of nymphomercial nowadays. But yeah, live action just just too real. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like fairly uh, formulaic and boring these days. Yeah, really. True. The yeah. only time I yeah. watch any live action porn these days is on E Fucked. I don't know if you guys are watch E Fucked. Oh my gosh, that took me back. Uh, but it's basically <laughs> like. Um, very funny porn clips. Like, uh, they have this series of like porn clips worthy of an Oscar, or like they'll take things like scenes from random porn and they'll yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know how to explain it other way other than they edit it really funny. Is that the like in front of my salad and like yeah clips like that first blow up on things like like e dad not again do they have anything edited in a roger rabbit-esque type where there's also an animated character with them (laughs) that's the next frontier yeah i've never seen that (laughs) i've seen roger rabbit porn i've seen plenty of cool world porn oh yeah good for them (laughs) cool world was designed to make people horny yeah, like it literally, the point of it is for her to have sex with a human so she could become yeah, a human. that was like the Roger Rabbit for the people that were that were ready to fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like Roger Rabbit was ready for Okay, to then fuck. you haven't seen Cool World is all I'm hearing. I guess not. Another thing to add it's to Kim Basinger as a sexy, sexy, like, you know, Jessica Rabbit-esque drawn character, and she really just wants to fuck Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, and it's by uh, Ralph Bakshi, mm-hmm. very famous uh, our animator during the seventies and s- sort of today, I guess. You know, did a lot of uh, did the um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings movie as well. Yes, those old Bakshi Lord of the Rings, classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send a <laughs> a screenshot. Oh no, not all my porn texts me at the. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful with those screenshots. I know. Uh, da 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 da. Okay, so I'm looking at Cool World now, and and yes, it's it's more horny than Roger Rabbit. <laughs> uh, Skylar, how come I can't see your letterbox review for it? Do I have to go searching for that? <laughs> yes, okay. there's like five different names. Dramatic pause. <laughs> well, uh, it wouldn't be a Nifo Bites without uh, a little bit of uh, gaming into Rule 34. So, 
I've devised a, a slight rework of an of a old popular game of guessing what's the biggest. Rather than going head-to-head -head against two properties, I'm going to tell you about a property, and you have to try to guess which character has the most erotic art listed on Rule 34. Okay. First up is Overwatch, a game by Blizzard Entertainment introduced in 2016. Going on to this day as Overwatch 2, there's a total of 36 playable characters. Which one of them has the most erotic art on Rule 34? Diva, hands down. Oh, it's uh the British one. Oh, we went for you went for Tracer, I went for Diva. Yeah, no. Oh, that makes sense. I've just seen a lot of Winston um Fucking Tracer, Tracer form. Yeah, I've just seen a lot of Diva, period. <laughs> that that makes sense. Well, I've seen a lot of nude like Diva. That's Rule 34. I've, I've, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> Not me being like porn. I want to. I want to lock in mercy. All great choices. Let's yeah. see here. Yeah, yeah. The the calculators are going very high at fifteen point five thousand is diva, but topping that at uh, fifteen point seven is mercy with the trophy. No, <laughs> I should have said Widowmaker, even though I was wrong. But like. There's a lot of porn of yeah, Widowmaker as look, well. I get it. I get yeah. it. You know why Mercy has more than Diva? Is because people who watch rule who people who play people who look at Rule Thirty Four are healers. <laughs> they want the comfort of a healer at the yes. very yeah. least. <laughs> look, I watch Rule Thirty Four and I main I main support, so I get it. I I'm a Mercy and Symmetra main, so I'm a Lucio main and Lucio and Mercy main. Interesting enough, Widowmaker actually has a tag for her actual name. Oh, interesting. Oh. Not, she has a name? Uh, yeah, some of them don't just have code yeah, names. Yeah, she's more than a sexual object. <laughs> I thought she was like Mrs. Maker or something. You know, that was a last it's name. It's like Comtesse something. I was surprised she got her, her real name in there. All right, next up. Popular video game franchise Sonic the Hedgehog premiered in 1991 and still goes to this day strong. However, there are three main hedgehogs the uh, franchise is uh, focused on as far as the male persuasion being uh -huh. Sonic the Hedgehog, Shadow the Hedgehog, and Silver the Hedgehog. Which of the three do you think has the most erotic art? Shadow. I'm going to go with classic Sonic. Easy Sonic, because just Sonic is at the forefront of every subjugation of transformation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sonic inflation porn alone makes up for half of the in internet. It's mostly yeah. in Prague inflation, anything where he's big, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not to say anything of the quantity, because, like, you know, pro I'd have to give it up to Shadow for the BAMF. Look, if it's about who I want to watch, it's Shadow, but the answer is <laughs> Yeah. Well, Shadow is at 6,000. While Sonic the Hedgehog is at 17.7 thousand, closely followed up by original character at 16.1 thousand. Not even surprised. Hell yeah. I was like, you can't have it without your Sonic OCs. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say, I think that original character incorporates all original characters on um, Rule 34, but the fact that's a suggestion there speaks volumes. If you want to see your Sonic character, just type in Sonic OC in your name. Oh, yeah. Last no, it's off. you the hedgehog. So you could be like Milk the Hedgehog, PJ the Hedgehog. <laughs> That's how you know what you would be like in the Sonic universe. Oh, I have. <laughs> and it's a great game. Play with your friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> and turn safety search off. Yes. Look at yourself impregnated. Last up, something we already touched on. 
totally spies, a spy science fiction about three college girls in latex solving world crimes. Uh, originally premiered in 2001, it features three spies, Alex, Clover, and Sam. Which of the three do you think has the most erotic art on Rule 34? Sam. Uh, Sam's the redhead, which right? One's, oh. Clover's the blonde and Alex is the brunette. Is blonde red. Sam, orange green. Alex, black yellow. Hair and, Sam. Hair and outfit. Wait, which one's the blonde one again? I apologize. That's Clover. Clover, Clover is my pick. Sam is my pick. Uh, I think Clover is going to win, but I think Alex is clearly the best. Alex player. is like marriage material. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Clover has like that bimbofication vibe that people are into. So yeah, Clover's also the one that all the stuff happened to in the series. 100%. She was the one who was shrank. She was the first one to get turned into a cat. Girl. She was already going through the tags before even becoming rule 34. Exactly. <laughs> However, 1,245 of Alex beats the other two, which are very close hey. within the same hundred amount of tags, but honestly, love Alex. it is deserved. I just didn't have faith in society, and now it's been restored. <laughs> well, yeah, what I a can smile the rest of the day now. <laughs> what a great way to uh, end the episode. We we love having faith in humanity at the end of Nymphomercial. <laughs> it's good to end on a high note. Yeah, but uh, another high note. Uh, <laughs> That is such a terrible transition of <laughs> Skylar, VJ, where can people find you? Uh, you can everywhere. find us everywhere at Kawaii Desu Pod. In your shower. Our podcast again is Kawaii Desu Appointment. Under your bed. Yes, in your shower, under your bed. Um it's uh but we're on all social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, some of the weird ones that popped up when Twitter was dying, like Hive. Uh, Tumblr, whatever you want to do. It's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-S-U-P-O-D. You can also go to our website, kawaiidesupod.com for links to all of those. Recommend us an episode. Uh, look at the future of our podcast. And yeah. Yeah, and that's all in the show link. So you don't even have to type. You can just click a hot link. Wow. Wow. It's so but hot. You can type if you want to. We don't yeah, You can you leave know. your friends behind. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> And if they don't type, <laughs> then I don't want to <laughs> not type. I can't. Anyway, no friends of mine. Well, uh, with that, good luck on your typing endeavors. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that was that was beautiful, amazing. Eat up. Maybe I like big giant anime titties.